What's up, guys? Welcome back to the Dual Vision Podcast. I am your co-host, Devin Jackson, joined by my other co-host, Dominic Jackson, as we are going to bring you a special episode today. But first, before we get into anything, Dom, how you doing today? Great. How you doing, big brother? Yeah, all right? All right. Yeah, doing all right. Sunday, we're recording this, Sunday, uh, November 29th, the last Sunday of November, December, right around the corner. Just had Thanksgiving. Uh, how'd you enjoy Thanksgiving with the fam? It was pretty good, you know, had a, you know what I'm saying, had some good food, good laughs, you know, it was a good Thanksgiving, watching some football, so it was pretty cool, you know what I'm saying, how was your Thanksgiving? It was all right, I had to work, uh, as you know, I had to work on Thanksgiving, and I didn't have any uh, home-cooked meal or anything like that, and I got uh, a catered meal for my job, so I do appreciate that, but it ain't the same as home. Uh, but definitely uh, looking forward to going home for Christmas. But we're here to uh, our topic of the day. It will be the top five black movies uh, that uh, are, are our favorites. It doesn't necessarily have to be the order of the best, but we'll get to that in just a few minutes. But first, obviously, there was some fights going on last night. And one of those fights was Nate Robinson versus uh, Jake Paul uh, in a fight that, you know, I kind of forgot about until people started talking about it yesterday afternoon. And uh, it was the fight before uh, Roy Jones Jr. and Mike Tyson faced off. But it ended up being the talker of the night, Nate Robinson versus Jake Paul. And that's because Nate Robinson, former NBA basketball player, uh, I believe a three-time uh, slam dunk champion, uh, played on the Celtics, Bulls, a variety of teams. Uh, he got knocked out, uh, knocked out cold by Jake Paul, someone, uh, a YouTuber that has been under a lot of scrutiny and deserved scrutiny. He's he's done some really bad things, uh, you know, as a YouTuber, but he stepped in a ring and he knocked Nate Robinson into next year, uh, Dom. <laughs> what was your thoughts seeing that and uh, what does it say about Nate Robinson? Um, when I seen it, I was not surprised. Um, you could tell, you could just tell when people get in the ring, and it's just a different element of fighting. Like, like I, I think there was like I guess documentary type things leading up to the fight, and you could just tell. Like, not saying Jake Paul is a great guy, but so his work ethic, the way the work he was putting in, you can tell like he really wanted to win this fight. And when I watched Nate Robinson, it just was like, oh, well, you know, I'm already athletic. You know what I'm saying? Like I could just get in the boxing ring and do what I do. But the way he was, the way Jake Paul was training, you could tell that he was about to, he was getting ready to knock anybody out who stepped in the ring with him. So just seeing that, I was not surprised. But then again, you know what I'm saying? Nate Robinson, everybody cannot box. Clearly, it showed. You know what I'm saying? You should just stick to basketball, whatever you're doing. Don't even step and put in a boxing ring no more because everybody can't box. Most of the time, when people box, they just do it for the cardio. But you can tell when people really take this stuff seriously. So I just feel like he didn't take it seriously enough, and then that, that was your result. He got knocked cold out. And... From the first, I think the first knockdown, you could tell he was already a little woozy. 
And then that second one, it was just a wrap after that. So I think Nate Robinson should just go into hiding for right now. You know what I'm saying? And just stick to what he's doing. I think he's on like, I think he do like the, the crib tours uh, with like um, NBA players and all that. He should just stick to that and just play basketball because clearly boxing is just not the not the answer for my guy. Um, it was definitely disappointing seeing that because Jay calls a YouTuber. So this dude is not an athlete. He's a YouTuber, but he got the best of Nate Robinson. And I was, I wasn't, I wasn't surprised at all. Um, like I said, Nate Robinson should just stick to basketball because boxing is just not for him. Clearly, you know what I'm saying? If you can get knocked out by a YouTuber who would started, you know what I'm saying? Who, who been, I think he fought another YouTuber and, he, and I think he won that one. I'm not really sure, but this guy taking this seriously and you want to step in the ring with this guy and then that happens, go ahead and hang it up, buddy. That was a wrap. But I, like I said, I wasn't surprised though at all. What was your thoughts on it? Uh, I thought that, you know, that just shows you that you can be an athlete, but you can't do everything. You know, obviously we have the superhuman athletes like, um, you know, back in the day of Deion Sanders, um, Bo Jackson played multiple sports uh, Tim Tebow was attempting to do that with baseball, and now he's just back to commentating. Uh, so, I mean, obviously, it shows you that you can be the most athletic person in the world. You can jump the highest. You can be quick. But when it comes to a, a sport like boxing that's so technical and so, like, it's not one of those things you can just jump right into. You know what I mean? So you had to have some sort of fighting background. Um, and clearly Jake Paul did, you know, he, he does it for real, you know, and Nate Robinson does not. And I understand, you know, that Nate Robinson wanted to do it and stuff like that. But then when the fight started, he was fighting, like he was out on the street, you know, you can't be swinging wildly. You can't be having your gloves down. You can't leave your face exposed that long to someone that constantly trains jabs, you know, uppercuts, uh, haymakers, you know, they're ready to do that. And Nate Robinson, clearly, I don't know who was training him. I don't know who was in his corner while he was doing training, but whoever it was needs to be uh, fired immediately because they did not have him anywhere near prepared to, to fight in that, uh, that fight against Jake Paul. And it's disappointing because, you know, it was one of those things that that was hyped up and, you know, a lot of people don't like Jake Paul, so they wanted to see him get knocked out. But at the end of the day, uh, with boxing, this, that's not a sport you play around with. You know, you can dabble in other sports, but boxing is you can die in the ring. You know what I'm saying? Like you can you can't be messing around like that. And Nate Robinson was literally on the mat for. Uh, you know, uh, probably a dozen, dozen, dozens of minutes, you know, just, just laying there knocked out cold. So to me, that just shows you, you cannot do what everyone else is doing. Um, and you can't just hop into a sport that you have no background in, you know, I understand, I would understand if like he was growing up, he, he took boxing lessons and, and fought in some fights, but you know, if you're a straight up basketball player, trying to box like man that this that's not it you know that's not uh that's not a good crossover to have so um 
to me, I think Nate Robinson did himself a disservice. And now, like you said, he's going to go into hiding or he can just face it like a man and say, look, I didn't properly prepare for the fight. I got beat up and I'll own that. But if he's not going to do that, then just stay out of the public's eye because you were getting clowned <laughs> uh, up left and right. You even had Steph Curry clowning you. And he's one of the nicest, humblest dudes in, in the NBA. And he's clowning you. So, you know, you got a bad den, man. And, you know, simply this was just, you know, this is something that probably wouldn't happen if the pandemic didn't happen, you know. But, you know, we were given this. So, unfortunately, we we had to watch uh, that massacre that happened. So, uh, good job to you, Jake Paul. But Nate Robinson, man, you, you got to go into hiding for now. Uh, do you get a chance to watch the Mike Tyson uh, and uh, Roy Jones Jr. fight? Uh, yeah, I did. I had a chance to watch it. And then I got some more comments about that Nate Robinson thing. Um, most importantly, his training, you can tell he, his training was not it. He was fighting like he was in the street. And um, like I said, that was just a piss poor performance by Nate Robinson. And like we're saying, there is no reason for him to even step foot in a boxing ring anymore after that. You've been you got humiliated in front of maybe a million millions of people who, you know what I'm saying, pay for that. So it's like you just need to go in a hiding and just not even worry about boxing no more. Because like I said, you got embarrassed by a YouTuber. That's gonna always stick for a long time. So but as far as the Mike Tyson and the Roy Jones Jr. fight. I just felt like they was holding back a little bit. I felt like Mike Tyson really wanted to, like, knock him out. But he was holding back. You could tell he was holding back because he didn't want to – he didn't really want to do what he wanted to do. And I guess after the fight, he was saying, like, he ain't did it in 15 years. Well, shit, that, that's not what it seemed like to me. I just felt like Mike Tyson – Mike Tyson was going to knock, knock him out for real. I don't even think it was a fair fight. And I'm not sure why it ended in a draw. I guess maybe because they both old or whatever. But at the end of the day, it just looked like Roy Jones Jr. was running the whole match. Brother did not want none of that smoke. Like he didn't want to touch. He didn't want to hit, feel a punch from him. I just think Mike Tyson was holding back. He should have just went ahead and knocked Bro out. But now they got tremendous, tremendous respect for each other and. Coming into the fight, they had an agreement that there was not going to be any knockouts um, or, or anything like that. You know, basically, it's a spar. So that that's what it came down to. The draw decision, I mean, that was planned. So I'm not really worried about that. I knew that the fight wasn't going to be called correctly because boxing never calls any fights correctly. We can just get that out there and straight. But that's another conversation for a different day. But the way boxing does their results makes people not want to watch boxing, you know, because you got three uh, judges deciding and somehow they have draws. To me, unless it's like clear cut down the line, like you cannot tell, like you should be able to tell who won the fight. And Mike Tyson clearly won that fight. Um, but to me, I think I would agree with you. I think he definitely held back. Uh, and Roy Jones Jr., I bet after that first hit that, that Mike Tyson connected on, he was like, yeah, I can't do this. Nope. Um, and that was smart. And, you know, I tweeted out last night, you know, Roy Jones after the fight, he was talking about everything hurts. You know, his whole body hurts. 
because of how Mike Tyson was hitting him. And, you know, a lot of people are saying you they would take a, a punch from Mike Tyson for like a million dollars. There's no amount of money in the world I I take to, to take a punch from him at 54 years old or, or however old he is. He is just way too dangerous. <laughs> and you could hear the the body blows that um, Mike Tyson was giving Roy Jones Jr. You thought for sure he was going to go down. So credit to Roy Jones Jr. for sticking it out. But boy, Mike Tyson gets a little bit more training. Uh, I think he could fight for real, <laughs> you know, but uh, that that's a, that's a different conversation we can have some other time. Uh, but yeah, I think Mike Tyson clearly won that fight. It was entertaining, uh, but to me, it showed that Mike Tyson still has a want to fight because after the match, you still wanted to fight him. He was ready to hop back in the ring to go again. You could tell he was getting angry and frustrated with what Roy Jones Jr. was doing. And, you know, him running was probably a good thing because if you get caught in a corner against Mike Tyson, uh, you're going to go to sleep. So he did a good job of... Good evening. Hey, Mom. Hola. Hello. Yeah. I said, what are you doing? Uh, we're recording. Oh, okay. Well, go ahead. <laughs> I, I'll call you back. But yeah, uh, back to what I was saying. Uh, you know, Roy Jones Jr. did a good job of not getting himself in, into bad situations. Yeah. Uh, but at the end of the day, man, it, it was two-minute rounds. So you couldn't really, they couldn't really get a feel of what they wanted to do so it was it was like you know well what was the point of that you know i, I right. just felt like they they gained nothing from that but pain but they got paid a million uh and back the last thing about nate robinson the man only made six hundred dollars from that fight so are you kidding me um, that's what it said he made six hundred dollars to get knocked out are yeah. you serious yes yo that's terrible that's terrible yeah uh, any any other comments you want to make about that situation? Or are you ready to move on? Uh, yeah, Nate Robinson, PSA, bro, stick to basketball. I don't even think the basketball community won't even want to talk to you right now. I saw Mike Thomas tweet out. He got to give back his uh, dunk contest trophies. But nah, man. Um, yeah, bro. That's, uh, yeah, that's it. Like, go ahead and just hang them up. You know what I'm saying? You've had a great career in doing what you're doing, but go ahead and hang it up. And uh, I wish you all the best, but you need to go on a hide. They already got the little Nate Robinson challenge trending on Twitter. It's a wrap, bro. You might just have to sit this out for a couple months. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. yeah. It's a wrap. Uh, poor Nate Robinson. But anyway, moving on to uh, some of a lighter subject, something uh, that I'm definitely excited about. Uh, we got the top five black movies. Um, mm-hmm. Now, uh, criteria, basically, it, it doesn't have to necessarily be an all black cast, but it can be a majority black cast. So uh, movies like Training Day and stuff like that are eligible, in my opinion, on this list um, because the main actor is a black man so we're gonna get right into it uh i'm gonna let you go first we're gonna go back and forth um with five five four four three three two two one one uh in in terms of our movies that way um you know we can give commentary and feedback on on each other's lists 
Mm-hmm. So I'm going to have you start first, Don. What is your number five black movie? My number, ooh, that's hard. Number five black movie, I'm going to go with Barbershop. Definitely Barbershop. Um, I guess I just, I, I like everything about what the, the whole Barbershop series is about. And I think for me, the first Barbershop was probably my favorite one that I watched. I really like the one with Nicki Minaj and all that. But the first one is when I, I definitely liked it. It was definitely dope. So that's definitely my number five. What's your number five? Uh, for me, Barbershop just missed the cut for me. Uh, I probably have it in the top 10 range, but it's still a, a very good movie. Mm-hmm. Number five for me is an underrated movie uh, that a lot of people don't talk about, and that's Moonlight. Um, it, it's, it came out in 2016, and uh, it showed, uh, you know, a, a Black main actor in a completely different role. Uh, not a role that we typically see as them being like the protagonist or antagonist or, you know, the bad guy or whatever. But, you know, it, it, it showed, you know, um, it was it was com- it was a complex movie. You know, it showed kind of the duality of being, you know, vulnerable and find yourself an identity as well as, you know, t- showing the struggle with masculinity. So I think that uh, Moonlight, uh, for me, is a top five movie, and, and it comes in at number five, and I think it's a terrific movie. And if you haven't seen it, uh, I would definitely recommend it. Okay. I'll go first for number four. Uh, right. Number four for me is Love and Basketball, which may be a, a bit of a controversial take. Uh, I, I like the movie. I really do, and I could watch it uh, any day of the week. But to me, I think that, you know, in terms of the other movies that are on top of it, I think the other movies have a, a much better plot and uh, provide a, a different type of uh, feeling while watching it. Uh, yeah. Obviously, Sanai Lathan is, is a great actress, great mm-hmm. actress. Uh, Omar Epps is as well. He's a g- great actor. And, you know, it was a, a majority black cast. I think uh, most of them or not, if not all of them, uh, were black so uh, that's what made me appreciate it. it's one of the first movies I saw growing up that you know saw you know people like you and me as, as the main actors and actresses so that that will always have a place in my heart as one of those movies but at the end of the day you know I just think there are a couple movies better than that but yeah uh, Love and Basketball is definitely a top five movie for me what's up with yeah. you that for? my number four will definitely be Queen and Slim. Um, it was hard for me to even put that at number four um, because, like I said, I thoroughly enjoyed everything about what Queen and Slim were. And um, it was just so dope. Like, everybody wanted that Queen and Slim relationship when it came out. And it was just a, such a dope movie. Like, even uh, Daniel Kaluuya, like, that's my favorite actor. Like, he really does a good job of acting and doing what he does on the screen. So, um that was my number four for sure it was definitely tough for me to put it at number four but that's my number four um i'm gonna go ahead and go with number three um my number three my number three would be i'm gonna say 42 would you consider that a, a black movie uh yeah i mean it's about jackie robinson so um I, I can't disagree with that. 
Um, okay. I think I think that's a uh, they had Chadwick Boseman playing Jackie Robinson. I think it's a great movie. Uh, yeah. It's another movie. The the last two movies you name probably Queen Slim is outside my top ten, but it's up there. But uh, yeah. Forty Two is definitely a top ten movie. Okay, me. yeah, definitely Forty Two is just embodies what Jackie Robinson had to uh, deal with it and encounter with growing up in the major leagues. And you know, rest in peace to Chadwick Boseman. He did a, a fantastic job in that movie. Even with all movies that he did, he did a fantastic job. So that's my number three. What's your number three? Number three for me is <clears throat> Training Day. I love this movie. Mm -hmm. uh, Denzel Washington is definitely my favorite actor. Uh, everything about that movie, uh, I love it because, like, it was the first time that, you know, he played kind of both sides. You know, yeah. he wasn't just the bad guy or the good guy. You know, he was a little bit of both. And just everything about that movie, I think, you know, kind of highlights, you know, maybe something we don't know about, you know, law enforcement or how kind of things operate, you know, in, in areas like that, the hood and whatnot, uh, and, and with gangs. So I think that it's one of those movies that uh, you can enjoy watching anytime, anytime training day is on TV or, or in general. Uh, I love to watch it and, and love to Especially, you know, towards the end, you know, the scene where, you know, he said King Kong and got sh on me. I think that entire scene is iconic um, and definitely one of Denzel's best movies. Uh, top five, probably, uh, if not top three. But uh, Training Day comes in at number three for me because uh, it, it is simply, you know, uh, a movie I love to watch no matter what. Um, now, I'll go with number two. Uh, number two for me is Friday. Um it's a classic movie, comedy, uh, laughter. Um, you know, Ice Cube really started that movie. It's, it's, it's one of those movies you can relate to because it's, it's just funny and you have a friend that, you know, is, it, it's just a, the movie in general, man. It, it's, it's a great time. Um, you know, them dealing with the dilemmas they had and dealing with Debo and, and everything like that. Everything about that movie is iconic. People still use Debo as a reference to, you know, like uh, when uh, Michael Crouchy guys chain snatched by uh, Aqib Talib, you know, mm -hmm. they, they mentioned the Debo thing. And it's one of those things that can always be used as, you know, a gif, you know, the damn, you know, right, that, right, that right. as well. That was iconic, you know, so everything about that movie just screams iconic to me. And, you know, I had a tough choice with this one. Because uh, Boys in the Hood is another one of those movies that I really like, too. Um, mm -hmm. And I consider putting it at this spot. But at the end of the day, Friday is one of those movies that can transcend to all races and, and everybody loves it. So, yeah. What's over here, too? Oh, man. My number two. Oh, man. I don't know. This might be a little controversial. My number two. I'm going to go with the Django, man. I really thoroughly enjoyed that movie. So that was definitely my number two for sure. Everything about that movie was just, I guess how it was, the plot and everything how it was, it was definitely built to me. It was definitely hard because I really wanted to put Friday at number two, but Django, I just really thoroughly enjoyed that a lot more. And I can go back and rewatch Django a lot. Not saying I can't go back and rewatch Friday, but for me, I just like watching the Django. So that's my number two for sure. Um, my number one. Oh man. Um, 
my number one, I'm gonna have to go with, um, I'm gonna have to go with Black Panther, Wakanda. Wakanda forever, you feel me? I gotta go with Black Panther, man, for sure. I think just the whole concept of the movie and just how it came out and how it still resonates to this day, I just love it. You love to see it. And rest in peace to Jack Chadwick Boseman. You know, Wakanda forever. This is what we're rocking. So that's my number one. Yeah, number that's, one? that's funny because that's my number one as well, uh, Black Panther. Uh, I think because of how important it was culturally at the time, uh, it you know a lot of people thought it was about the Black Panther Party at first, but regardless of, of what you thought it was about or anything like that, you felt represented on the big screen, and you know it was one of the most successful films in history. Uh, Chadwick Boseman played terrific. You had Michael B. Jordan as uh, you know the villain. Uh, those two together uh, were phenomenal, and then the supporting cast. I mean, you had so many stars uh, shine on that movie. And it's one of those movies that, you know, every single group of people from, you know, kids to all the way to, you know, senior citizens can enjoy that movie. Uh, because, you know, although it's a superhero movie, you know, it just showed that there's something special about Black people. You know, it's not just about what they can do physically, but what they can do with their mind and how they can motivate each other and whatnot. And it was it was a beautiful thing. I think it's one of those movies that uh, will forever, ever be um, regarded as one of the best movies of all time. And it's not just one of the best black movies. It's probably top 10, top 15 movies of all time, you know, yeah. and, and that's saying a lot to, um, you know, and giving credit to, you know, not only the director, uh, but uh, everyone involved with that movie. Um, yeah. it, it was just next level when. Uh, I just loved everything about it. Uh, now that you heard my top five, uh, what are your thoughts on it? Um, are you do you have any disagreements with it or, or any ones that you're like, eh, I don't know if it's top five? I don't know about that moonlight, man. I don't, I'm not really sure what. No, I'm not really. I'm not really feeling that one. That's the only one. Moonlight. I I, I don't think I've seen that before, so I can't really say if it's top five or not. But I will. I'm probably gonna have to go watch it and see, you know, what it's talking about. But I'm thoroughly surprised you didn't have Training Day in your top two. I'm surprised you put Training Day at number three and not number two. Yeah, I, I mean, I thought about it, but um, Friday just uh, the laughs that it gives me. You know, Training yeah. Day, you know, is more of a serious movie, and you know, like a movie that you know provides some laughter and. You know, I remember watching Black Panther and I remember hearing Michael B. Jordan say, hey, auntie, you know, that's something that always, you know, just lives rent free in the back of my mind because it was just so funny, but so natural, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, Training Day was a tough one, uh, but it had to be in the top five for me. Um, I was surprised uh, personally on your list that uh, Barbershop and 42 made the list because both of them are really good movies um, and it definitely top 10 for me, but just not i don't think it, it it pushed over the edge for top five like right right but I, I can't really disagree with in general but i am surprised you didn't have love and basketball in your top five because that was a movie you used to watch all the time i know i know well, what was it's, the decision behind that it's in the top 10 but i think for me with all the movies that have came up after love and basketball um 
I just felt like it wasn't a top five movie no more. So that's why I had to bump that out. It's probably number eight on my list, so I had to bump it out. But yeah, I did. Like I said, I definitely love loving basketball. Like coming up, I used to watch it all the time. That's what I wanted. I wanted a loving basketball relationship. Um, but at the end of the day, I just had to bump that out of here. Because um, there's a lot of movies that came out that have better plots and all that. So, were there some other movies that you were considering as well that may have not made it? Uh, like for me, I was thinking about like Fruitville Station. Yes, um, yes. I was thinking about that. I was thinking about also, um, obviously the, the the Django Unchained as well. I think that's a phenomenal movie. Mm -hmm. uh, and then some older ones like Poetic Justice and and movies like that, Juice and, and mm -hmm. things like that. Uh, I think they could make maybe a top 15, top 20 list, uh, but yeah. it's kind of hard for me to move it up that far, you know, because it's just difficult to to kind of quantify it. And then, you know, uh, Straight Outta Compton was a, was a nice movie as well, um, yeah. but I, I don't think it moved the needle nearly as much as it, it could have. Um, are some what other ones that you were looking at too? What about, um, for me, Creed for sure. Creed, um, yeah, Creed, Creed was good. Too. Yeah, um, definitely. Um, yeah, I'm gonna have to go check out Moonlight. I'm gonna go check that out. It's it's yeah. a good movie. It it's one of those movies where it's like after you watch it, you're like, damn, that was a good movie. Yeah, you okay. know. Yeah. Um, so I I would definitely suggest it. Also, some ones that were considering uh, the best man. I had it originally in my top five, but then surprise. I'm surprised. Yeah, then I started to think, uh, I don't know. Uh, but that's a sneaky good movie for those who haven't seen it. I definitely yeah. prefer the original version over the holiday. Uh, no disrespect to the holiday, but no, it's not thoroughly, nearly as good. I thoroughly agree. I thoroughly agree. Thoroughly agree. Um, I'm trying to look at some other ones, too. I, I mean, maybe we could have put Drumline in there, too. Um, I, I didn't even think about that till now. But uh, that's maybe a top 25 movie. You know, it's, yeah. it's, it's iconic, but I don't know if it's up there. Uh, yeah. Other movies that I was thinking about, Fences, Malcolm X, uh, both good movies. Um, can't yeah, forget I mean, about Can't forget about Get Out now. Yeah, Get Out is up there. Uh, Daniel uh, Kulua, like you said, he's he's a phenomenal actor. Phenomenal. Uh, another movie too, Set It Off. That, that's a good one too. Yeah, sneaky, sneaky good for sure. Um, but yeah, I mean, to me, I can't argue with either of oh, our whoa, 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 whoa. How can we forget about Bad Boys? Uh, how are we going to forget about Bad Boys, though? You feel me? Ah. The, the thing is, like, I like Bad Boys, but them movies are just too long, bro. Yeah. They just, yeah. like, it's it's a good plot, but it takes so long to get from... To actually get to yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, to get to it. Like, the second one was like, two hours and 45 minutes like who trying to watch a movie that long you know right right but uh that that's still up there too um but yeah i mean there's so many so many good black movies out there so many good black actors and actresses uh we yeah. love we love black excellence on this podcast so i thought yeah. it'd be a fun thing to to go back and forth and and do a little something like this because yeah you know um Movies is something that, you know, we grew up watching. So it's not one of those things where 
you know, we didn't go to the the movie theater or anything like that. But there's a good bit of movies that we didn't even get to see in theaters because, you know, some of them came out before we were born or some of them came out, you know, a couple of years after we were born. So we would never been able to make it to the theaters to see it, you know, right. uh, like Training Day. Um, what else was on the list? Um, Friday. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm trying to think of what else. Yeah, those are like the mains of Love and Basketball. We had that on DVD, so we got to watch it. Brown Sugar, all that, yeah. Yeah. Most definitely. Anything else you'd like to add about the movies or or anything in general? Nah, man, the list is pretty pretty spot on for me. I like like your list. You know, I definitely want to check out Moonlight. Like I said, I don't know why I keep saying that, but I definitely want to check it out now, for sure. but yeah, other than that, no, I have nothing else to input on uh, about movies, though. Yeah, but uh, we'll leave you with with one thing from each of us. Uh, I'll leave you guys with um, please, please, please wear your mask, man. Um, we're having a, a big surge in this country right now, and uh, we're getting thousands and thousands of cases uh, on a daily from every nearly every single state. Um, so please wear your mask. Please continue to follow social distancing. I see some people out, uh, you know, going to parties and going to the bar and, and things like that, uh, going to restaurants and, and kind of filling in the space. COVID is real, man. Um, it, it affects a lot of people's, a lot of people's lives. Um, and you, you don't want to, uh, whether or not you get the virus and you could be okay, but you do not want to be a super spreader and uh, affect our older population because they are vulnerable to those diseases. So please be careful, wear a mask, uh, continue to wash your hands and uh, just be safe because it's getting crazier and crazier by the day. Uh, Don, what what would you like to leave them with? Nothing else, that's all you need to do. Wear your mask, stay safe, social distance, man, for real, because these cases are going crazy right now, so. Just need everybody to be safe and just make sure you're making the right decisions. If you feel, if you're feeling some type of way, go go get checked out immediately. And then you know when they tell you what they need to tell you, go do your seven to ten days of quarantine. You know what I'm saying? Just got to be careful out here. So that's, that's all I got. Agreed. Well, guys, uh, that's all we got for you today on the Dual Vision Podcast. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter, Real D underscore Jackson. Uh, you can follow Dom on Twitter at underscore Dominic Jackson. And uh, you can watch it, uh, listen to our other episodes on Apple Podcasts. But uh, for now, that's all we got for you guys. Uh, we'll see you guys next week.